Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. It seems that our future lawyers are going to be terrible. And I know many of you saying right now, Tony, what do you mean future lawyers? <laughs> Seriously, I would like to not get sued by the end of the show. But it could happen, so, you know, whatever. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. Um, Paul Karen is the dean of the Pepperdine Caruso School of Law. And he's got a really, he's got a really good blog. I should actually put out a list of like, like you get the, if you go to TonyCats.com, you'll get my show sheet, like the stories that I'm working on. And you'll see some of the sources that I, that I, that I use. Uh, but there are some people out there doing some cool stuff. LawLiberty.org, which is part of Liberty Fund. That is a fantastic blog. Absolutely fantastic. The guys at Powerline, Hinderocker, terrific. Uh, and, and this guy, Paul Karen, is slowly working his way into my, into my life. And he has this story about prospective law students. This is uh, how it reports a study from Kaplan reported that 58% of pre-law students said that it, quote, it's important for them to attend a law school where their fellow students generally hold the same political social views as they do. Now, that's a real problem. But it's also potentially misleading. When Kaplan did this survey in 2020, it was only 46%. And by the way, that was also too high. You're not going to law school with people who agree with you. You're going to law school so you can be good at the law and be able to practice your craft. It isn't so you can be around people who will agree with you and codify you all the time. That's, that's messed up stuff. And it, uh, it really plays into what we're seeing in, in higher education, where they have no interest in dissenting opinions. They have no actual interest in the rigors of intellectual thought. And what they want to do is end those people, not even allow them into the professions. That's the objective. That's the desire. That's the goal. Why should I have to uh, have a speaker like Tony Katz on college campus? Well, some people want to hear him. Yes, but I find it offensive. Yes, but those people don't. He shouldn't be allowed. And therefore, they go after, well, whether it be a me or whether it be uh, name, name your other speaker and try and shout them down and prevent them from going. I don't get invited to enough college campuses, and I find that very distressing. But one of the things that I, I, I found interesting about this study is that is that 
is that a deal breaker? So yeah, I'd like to go to uh, law school with people who I, I like. Well, sometimes you might find the people you like are people who agree with you. So it can be a touch misleading, but I don't think that's the way it's meant. That might be me just putting a, a nice little bit of, of, of love to it. I think it is these people want to be around people who think exactly like they do and don't ever want to be challenged on anything. Just give me the degree and let me go out there and try and ruin people's lives. What? These are going to be the helpful lawyers? Sure. Sure. It's, it's a will and grace takeoff. It's the, it's the lawyers who care, like the flippers who care. That's right. I quoted Will and Grace. You know why? Because I sometimes watch things I don't agree with. Although Will and Grace made me laugh. The actors, less. Uh, but the, but the, the, the show, uh, I, I chuck Megan Mullally was a, re- a revelation. She was. Very, very good. She was very solid in that show. Tony Katz, you people are freaking out that I know Will and Grace. 93 WIBC, good morning. Are your health insurance premiums making you sick? Talk to yourcoverage.net. They have helped countless individuals and families save 30 to 60% on health insurance with superior coverage. This is George and Megan. Say hello to them. They saved a family of four $800 a month with the Aetna Network $0 deductible and $0 doctor office copay plan. Now, this is not a government-sponsored health insurance plan. If you're uninsured, you recently lost your job, you're on COBRA, you're paying extremely high rates for Obamacare or your work coverage, talk to George and Megan. They will help you if you meet the flexible guidelines for health insurance. Yourcoverage.net will provide you the best coverage at the lowest rate. Their goal is to give you peace of mind, the utmost in healthcare. Go to yourcoverage.net and see for yourself or just call George and Megan right now, 1-800-491-5500. That's 1-800-491-5500, or go to yourcoverage.net. That's yourcoverage.net, a premium personalized healthcare plan managed and designed by you, not the government. More hostages released. This is good news. Will this continue? That's the question. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Um, I'm not sure, but I do know, as is being reported, um... A Hamas terrorist was killed after shooting, leaves three people dead and 11 wounded near Jerusalem. So this is just coming out now in the past uh, couple of past couple of minutes or past couple of hours. Um, yeah, pretty pretty recent. Um, this was um, well, I, right now I should say I don't have enough. Details. This is the outskirts of Jerusalem, 7.40 a.m. local time. So in the last few hours, there it is. Uh, Two Palestinians arrived at the area in an armed vehicle and began shooting in the direction of civilians at a bus station. Hamas wants a continued ceasefire. Andre Carson, siding with Hamas, wants a continued ceasefire. 
The squad siding with Hamas wants a continued ceasefire. The president of the United States caving and kowtowing to the Hamas squad wants a continued ceasefire. Would you do it? Would you do it? Oh, the progressives want a continued ceasefire. Guys, if you allow Hamas to continue, this is the standard because this is their standard. And if you say to me, this this got said to me yesterday, having a cigar, very, very nice guy, uh, enjoyed the conversation. We, we've known each other for, for a while through, through that world. How many innocent kids have to die? And I said, as, as I would answer that question, how many innocent kids died in Berlin? How many innocent kids, name your area, how many innocent kids died in the Civil War? What is this conversation about innocent kids that somehow stops reality from taking hold? You don't have to convince me that it is awful. I concur. I don't think I had something I have to concede. I agree. It's not like I had to be convinced of it. But if that makes you feel better, I concede. <laughs> I don't care how you want to say it. Of course it's awful. Now what? Now what? One side wants to be left alone. The other side wants to kill you. And these Hamas squad people say, can't we come to some kind of middle ground? What's the middle ground? Ayn Rand, Fountainhead Atlas Shrugged, Ayn Rand stated that the compromise between bread and poison is still death. What middle ground? This is the argument. There is no middle ground. And I believe that we in the state of Indiana and we in the nation should be very, very focused on this. I believe that in Ukraine, if you allow Vladimir Putin to take the Donbass, Donetsk and Luhansk, that whole southeastern area of Ukraine, he will then, within a matter of five years, push it to the river. He will push it to the border of Kiev. I don't think that this is debate. I think this is fact. And this fact... should be the motivating factor for, as I view it, support. This is not about support of, of Ukrainian government, thinking that there's some kind of great and wonderful and terrific people. I've said this many times. No, I, I don't think that, that um, Vladimir Zelensky is some great guy. I think that if you allow Russia to take Ukraine... I think putting them on uh, further on a European doorstep is a pretty bad idea. And I believe it is the Europeans who should be most focused on this. When it comes to Israel, of course, I think it's the Israelis who should be most focused on this. I think we should be supportive of it. Considering, of course, that if the desire is to destroy the great Satan and the little Satan, the little Satan being Israel and the great Satan being um, um, us, 
um, you know, Americans. And I hope uh, the the progressive left that supports the Hamas squad understands you're not going to be left out. Do you really think your kindness is going to save you? It's an important question to ask. And let's ask it in the context of the of the music festival where Israelis and others were gunned down. First of all, others. We have a lot of Thai nationals that were taken hostage, and they've been uh, released. Uh, uh, some of them have been released uh, yesterday as well, which I'm very, very happy to see. But Hamas did not go around saying, hey, before we shoot you, before we rape you, before we burn you alive, you Israeli, you Jewish, that didn't happen. And that's never, ever going to happen. And when they engage, whatever the bombing raids are in the United States, whatever cells are already in the United States, do you think they're going to ask? When we talk about this as a Western civilization conversation, which I I, I don't know if we're the only ones, but I I will put us near the top of being the first on this together having this conversation openly, this is what I'm talking about. And when you take a look at this this latest, three killed in Jerusalem, they have no plans of stopping. So what are we doing? You're going to tell me about innocent children? I can tell you about innocent everybody's. Now what? That is such an important question. Now what? Because very often when 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 pushed back with that question, people go, well, well, now you gotta you gotta make it stop. It won't stop. They won't stop. Now what? Yeah, but you see, you gotta stop aggravating. Now what? They will never get to the place because they can't bring themselves to honestly state this has to end. And of course it's horrible. I concur and I concede. Now what? We'll keep our eyes on what's going on. And will there be any level of continued ceasefire after this? Travis Barnes is a local guy from Indy. And on September 11th, he decides he wants to be a part of the fight. He joins the Marines, goes through basic, shipped to Iraq, does three tours in Operation Iraqi Freedom, learns about the Marines, doing things right, the discipline, having the highest standards, rises to the rank of sergeant, multiple combat action medals and citations, survives a series of IEDs, becomes combat disabled, comes back to Indiana, and starts Hotel Tango Distillery. You know Hotel Tango, you've seen it in stores. Indianapolis Company produces spirits made with the highest standards, uh, the standards that Travis learned while serving. You know I'm a bourbon guy, I'm a rye guy, and you're going to love what it is that they create. Gold at the San Francisco Spirits Competition, a 94 score from wine enthusiast, and under $40 in today's uh, economy. If you haven't tried it yet, wherever it is you get your spirits, check out Hotel Tango. The bourbon, uh, the, the the schmallow, which is the marshmallow of bourbon, the reserve, all of it. Find out more uh, about Travis and the team at HotelTangoDistillery.com. Ask for it by name. Hotel Tango, distilled with discipline. Ron DeSantis, Gavin Newsom, the rumble in the... That's not what it's called. 
I don't think they're calling it the rumble. In in any, I doubt there's going to be any real rumbling. Tony Katz, ninety-three WIBC. Good morning. Uh, you got Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom in a debate tonight on Fox, moderated by Sean Hannity. I mean, you give the credit where it's due. Um, Hannity uh, really uh, put this thing uh, together. They are going to debate. Uh, that That is tonight. That will air right here on WIBC at 9 p.m. So you can listen to it and then get your thoughts for Gavin Newsom. Put some front and center in the conversation. What's the conversation while replacing Joe Biden on the ticket? We'll get to that in a second because there is, this is a perilous journey the Democrats are going down. If you believe that Democrats do things different than each other, follow me. It allows him to put his philosophies out there, allows him to show America what a what a nice guy he is, what a reasonable guy he is. You'll notice on, on social media, maybe you didn't notice, he, of course, referred to Hamas as a terrorist organization. I think that's in preparation for, for what he's doing uh, tonight, uh, differentiating himself from Joe Biden, who, while calling them terrorists, then says we shouldn't, uh, uh, you know, Israel should not destroy them, and, and certainly America, where they've got American hostages, but we're not going to get involved with this terrorist organization that wants to do us harm right here in the United States. No, 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 not, not, not us. That's Joe Biden caving to the Hamas squad, including Congressman Andre Carson. Said it, meant it. If you're not going to stand up, if you're not going to note that Israel has the right to exist, I don't know what to tell you. The idea that countries don't have the right to exist is a maddening proposition. I wonder what Andre Carson says about Venezuela. There's a whole conversation about Venezuela and Guyana. And you're like, I'm sorry, there's what now? So there's this whole area where in a very, very uh, Putin-esque type of move, Maduro is saying of the country of Guyana, which is to the east of, of Venezuela, it's, it's right there on, on, the, on the water, right? So same level of, of border in the North Atlantic. They're saying there's a region of Guyana that actually is was always uh, originally part of Venezuela and it should be returned. So, you know, when you don't stop Putin, people get an idea. Follow that story. That is happening quietly. Ugly stuff. But I will bet you that Andre Carson would probably have something to say uh, 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 about that. Uh, he's got nothing, uh, no no reason why uh, Israel should exist. But, of course, he'll talk about Guyana needing to exist, which, by the way, Guyana should exist. See the difference between us? Good. Ron DeSantis, in this debate, has an opportunity to further talk about his successes in Florida, compare and contrast them to progressive policies in California, and show why not only He's a better choice than, let's say, Trump or Nikki Haley, which is going to be a long hill to climb, but why his policies are better than anything that Gavin Newsom could provide, or therefore, by extension, Joe Biden and the Democrats. We'll see what happens tonight. 
The problem is, as has been written about and discussed, in order for the Democrats to go to the convention, because this is where it will happen, they'll go to the convention and say, Joe Biden, he's not feeling good. Gavin Newsom's now the nominee. It will happen at the convention. It will not happen before that. If it's going to happen, because once you accept the ideas you guys have, that this is the Democratic Party, they'll do anything at any time. Remember, when I said it's too late to replace Biden, you're the guys who said, it's a Democratic Party, Tony. You know it, they'll do anything. And the answer is, of course they will. And so they'll do it at the convention. Boom, the whole primary thing won't even matter because it won't matter. But if they place Gavin Newsom on the ticket, they have to bypass Kamala Harris. Now you explain to Democrats how you're going to bypass uh, the woman of color. The first female vice president, the first uh, uh, person of color being uh, vice president, how are you going to bypass that person? I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know how they're going to do it. There was a whole thing about a Black Lives Matter chapter that's supporting uh, Trump because they know the Democrats lie to them. Who the hell would want support from a Black Lives Matter chapter? They're talking about, well, Democrats are destructive of the family. Yes, they are. And so is Black Lives Matter formed by Marxists who oppose the nuclear family as they wrote about on their website until they realized they were getting heat and they deleted it. So, I mean, that's just a whole weird thing going on, man. Super weird. Not not the support I want, thank you very much. Black Lives, I do not want support from Marxists. I want support from black Americans. I want support from people who might disagree with me on two subjects, but agree with me on three subjects. Marxists, nah, no thanks. See ya. So Democrats have a real issue here, which is why... Uh, for for many of us, and you might be uh, amongst that group, why do we think that Gavin Newsom is going to be the nominee when clearly the Democrats could just flat out win if they just picked Michelle Obama? Oh my God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody, stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay is anybody going to doubt me? Does anybody doubt this? Now, the fact that she has no qualifications, no uh, executive experience, uh, eight years as first lady is not executive experience. Why in the world did she lose her law license? There's a series of questions. It wouldn't matter in a celebrity-driven culture. So, you know, I think tonight's going to be really worthwhile, enjoyable, could be interesting. People actually discussing issues is a nice thing to hear. So check that out, 9 p.m. at WIBC. But uh, when it comes to replacing Biden on the ticket, don't get yourself sucked into the fact that it's just going to be Gavin Newsom. Oh, no. People who play to win will do anything to win, in, in at least as the progressives have shown. So... Keep Michelle Obama on your radar. The morning consult poll is out. Trump 64, DeSantis 14, Haley 10. Good Lord. You understand that Trump, for a while there, you could see a trend number 
down. That's all gone. That is all gone. The past four polls, Trump is up more than 50. 50 or more. In the four polls before that, it was 50 or under, and one of them plus 40, one of them plus 39. Also, plus 40 and plus 39. Those are... Those are big numbers. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Good Lord. There is no new polling in Iowa. You'll have the final debate uh, December 6th. No, December 8th, December 6th. It's sometime next week. Uh, And and (laughs) that's how much people are paying attention to it. Uh, And then uh, you'll have um, the... uh, Iowa caucus, January 15th. Right now, I'm not going. But anything could change. Uh, And then uh, you have the New Hampshire polling. Again, no new polling. Trump, 48. Haley, 18. Christie, 11. DeSantis, 7. This DeSantis pathway, to the extent that you would say that there is a pathway, um, because you're like, well, Trump's got this in the bag. I Again, I'm waiting for Iowa. But if you can't get the showing in New Hampshire, then you're limping into South Carolina where you're still trailing Nikki Haley. I think this is the mathematics along with some polling that had Americans for Prosperity decide to endorse Nikki Haley. And I've gotten some questions about it because I do work with Americans for Prosperity and I won't shy away from from things. Um, I think strategically this was a a mistake from them because they didn't have to get involved in this. But getting involved in this said that they don't they don't see a path for Trump or they don't want Trump. It was one or the other, and I don't know which one it was because I'm certainly not involved in those conversations. But I don't I don't see where the so AFP deals much more with while well, they they focus on policy, they uh, deal more with the the activist type people. They have never shown me to be Nikki Haley folk. They would be more reluctant Trump people, but they would probably be DeSantis people. So I, it, there's a real unique disconnect there. It's so it, it, it's it's interesting, uh, to, and to the extent that the endorsement is going to move the needle for Nikki Haley, I'm not that I cannot tell you. I really can't. I think it depends on what as an organization they decide to do. Since they sponsor a, a video program that I do, but I've never gotten marching orders from them, and I can prove that. Um, so I I wouldn't be a guy talking like that. I think there is something that Nikki Haley, uh, you know, works and and I think she could bring over, uh, possibly bring people over from the Democratic Party. Suburban soccer moms would feel more comfortable with her. I do. I've said that. I continue to say that because that's the rational conversation. But nothing matters if these numbers are accurate where Trump has just got up by these huge percentages. This is why I don't understand why Trump called Nikki Haley a puppet GOP candidate. Whose puppet? Rona McDaniels? Who you put into the position? Wouldn't you be better off just not saying anything? Or do you figure, hey, I'm up by 50 points. Who cares what I say? All I know is if you want to give a gift to Nikki Haley, have Trump, quote unquote, worried, feel that, about her. That's a gift Trump gave her.